Hello, Puggies, and welcome to the Pug Life Show, brought to you by Pug Parties, because your pug deserves to be the best-dressed pug at a porty, and you can check out their outfits at pugparties.com. I'm your host, Donna, and with me are my puggy co-hosts, Charles and Rosie. This week, our guests are Claire and her puggies, Teddy and Doug. This is an episode with a difference because you're going to be serenaded by a sand puggy. That's right. It's a first for the show and I can't wait for you to hear the repertoire. Plus, Claire shares with us what she thinks Doug and Teddy smell like and what naughty little things they both get up to. I think you'll enjoy kind of empathise with some of these stories. I do want to mention that this episode was recorded as part of our live stream series. So if you want to watch the show, then please use the link in the show notes to watch the replay. And before we start, I want to remind you to subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes so you get advance notice of our next episode and much, much more. Whatever it is. Evening. Yes, evening for us, morning for you because you're in the yeah. UK. So, <laughs> we've got Doug. Are you going to turn around, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, puppy. That's Doug, isn't it? Not yet. No, he said no. And, and the one that's asleep is the singing. <laughs> of course. He's getting his vocal cords ready. <laughs> He's just relaxing. As, as soon as the um, songs come on, he'll perk up and start. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope, fingers crossed. Uh, well, I'll say, oh, well, I'll pop up a few people who are saying hello. So hello from uh, from Lynn, whose her pugs are Gerald and Oscar, um, and uh, and I know them quite well. And hello to Kim and Tonka. They're looking forward to tonight, as of course we all are, because um, once Teddy's ready to go, obviously, got to be, <laughs> got to be ready to go. Oh, and apparently, go the All Blacks. Is there like a thugby game on this weekend as well? I think there's too many. It's the end of the year, so there's loads yeah. of grand finals. Um, now, if I remember Claire, you were saying that you don't follow Aussie rules football, but you do no. follow Aussie rugby. Yeah, and you, what was it, yeah. Parramatta? Paramatta, yeah, Paramatta. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're not in the grand final. I was going to say, if I remember, it's the Penrith Panthers and I can't, oh, and I think it's the Roosters, if I remember correctly. I'm sure somebody will correct me, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so hello to Jackie. So Jackie is actually my cousin from uh, from Tassie. Um, and um, and Harry, oh, wow, you've got, like, the whole crew down there. So Isaac and Harry are her children, um, and Riley is uh, is one of my other cousins, Jack's sister's son. So hello to you boys. Uh, they were the ones that actually introduced me to the Pig the Pug books the first time they come out. Um, I don't know if you've seen them in the UK, Claire, but um, they are, they're kids' books, but they are absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. And it's all about... Um, my uh, my girlfriend um, has all of them, but she calls pig an a hole. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there are no children watching this show. Hopefully, so they won't figure out what I was actually just saying. <laughs> so hello to Joanne and to Willow. Hello, hello. Oh, and yes, Kim Rabbitohs. I was uh, so the Panthers and the Rabbitohs are playing next weekend. So awesome, and of course we've also got. Um, 
Uh, I think it's Daylight Saving starts next weekend as well. Thank God. Yay! Thank God. <laughs> Cannot wait. I'm so jealous because you've been telling me about all the lovely weather you've been having and we've had none. <laughs> we've been so lucky. Even today it's glorious and oh. it's like the end of September, which is unknown. But normally at this time of year it's chucking it down and blowing a gale and we've been very lucky this year. Oh, I'm so, I am very, very jealous. Very jealous. <laughs> Follows you to the southern hemisphere, and you get a superb summer. You need to. Uh, you definitely need to bring it. Uh, send us some this way. And I've just realised I'm trying to sort out, sort two things out at once. What am I doing? Um, this is what I get for. Aha! There it is. Now it's popped up. Um, I've got to have two screens. I've got my screen to talk to you, and then I've got the screen to make sure that everything's going through live properly because. Um, as, uh, as some of our long-term viewers know, um, at times technology gets the best of me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, Teddy and Doug, and how you all met because it's um, a wonderful story. Right, okay. So um, I'm a nurse with two children um, and my husband obviously just, as we were a family, and at, at 16, my son, who's now 22, turns around after his exams, he got some good results, and he said, I want a pug. And we were like, mm, don't think so. Mm, should we get a pug? Should we get one? Um, did some research into pugs and whatnot, and my husband's like, no, I think we'll have a shit thing. And then on Channel 4, we, they do a breakfast show, and um, there was a grumble of pugs on the breakfast show and they were so <laughs> hilarious and so cute and so just adorable. My husband went, um, get him a pug. Get him a pug and do you know you know sometimes how the universal laws work and it's just meant to be. Yes. Um, I rang this breeder that's literally five minutes away. And she said, Oh I've got two puppies, you can come and see them tonight. So off we went. Um, this is Doug, Doug and his mum and his sister Poppy um, and they were just like two nutters running around like mad um, and we decided we'd have Doug and I said to the breeder so we'll pick him up on Sunday and she went oh no you can take him now and just piled us up with a bag of food and a blanket and that was it off you go but, uh, of course, it's a Sunday evening and pets at home isn't open. Everything's shot and I can't get anything. Uh, but do you know what? It was the sweetest thing. He cuddled into my son and he just slept all night on the chair with him. They, they sat up, the pair of them, just looking at each other. Oh. Um, then from that, it, it, it was just, the pug just took over. It's like the pug is not allowed on the sofa. The pug is not allowed on the bed. The pug is not allowed to beg for food. <laughs> the, pug, <laughs> the pug has to follow the rules and Doug just went, yeah, no, I'm on the bed. I'm eating your food. I'll do exactly what I want because you are my humans. Me. And you can see from the... Yes, I was just about to say, that is just incredible. It's like, give me a belly rub. Yeah, he just doesn't care and he's just the centre of attention. And everybody loves him, don't they? Everybody loves you. Oh, yeah, you're just, oh, yeah. Oh, I just, 
You can't yeah. see his face, but he looks very happy. <laughs> so, so we'd had him for two years. He was two, about 18 months old, when my neighbours at the caravan moved. We have a caravan in Wales. And they were moving off. I was like, oh, wondering we're going to get his neighbours. Oh, I hope it's going to be okay. And this Friday night, we turned up at the caravan and Doug's, Doug's all agitated. And we're like, what's up with the dog? And as we got out of the car, on their decking, were two pugs. And we were like, oh, my God, they've got pugs. And they were like, oh, my God, they've got a pug. <laughs> and it was, like, it was like love at first sight for Doug and Maisie. She's a, she was another farm girl. Yeah. And it, it was, they just bonded so completely. Maisie used to come and she'd scamper up the steps to, to my caravan. And on a Sunday morning, she'd be like, and she'd be knocking on the door. She knew I was cooking sausages. And she knew she'd oh. So they used to run around like two idiots in our caravan. It was just, it was just a dream. It was like pug heaven, and we were like, ah. and, got, uh, um, and then Sharon and Matt decided that they were going to breed their black pug, who was two at the time. She said, "Can can we breed Doug and Holly?" I was like, mm, "Let's have a go, then. Why not?" You know. And um, Doug was like. I know there's something wrong with you, but I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just let your ear. And he was just completely obsessed <laughs> with Holly's ear. He didn't want to know anything else. So, um, unfortunately, Sharon ended up having to pay to get him covered. Um, and then a few months later, it was like we, we were asleep in the caravan and I got, ping, we've had a pop. Ping, we've got another one. Ping, ping, ping. Oh One's passed away. I was like, oh, no, one of the puppies has passed away. Oh, my God, this is three o'clock in the morning. And then they'd had nine pups. Then I got another text message. We've revived the one that's passed away. So Matt had literally rubbed and rubbed and rubbed this puppy and brought him back to life. So it was like, oh. Mm. And believe it or not, when he, when he was little, he had a cross on his head like a donkey. And it was just like this... This puppy's like amazing. And he, he could sit in the palm of your hand and the hand fed him night and day for two weeks. It's just unbelievable that this, this puppy survived. So Matt called in Jurgen after Jurgen Klopp, who is the Liverpool football manager. Um, and obviously, Matt's got a special attachment to this pug now at this point. And Sharon was like, um, you know, you can have one of the pugs. And I was like, no, we can't just have a pug. She's like, yeah, you can. You can have one of the babies. And I was like, she said, if you have Teddy, then we can see him. Because obviously having girl dogs, it's not compatible, it is. is it? But, um, we, we sort of made this unconscious decision that Teddy would come and live with us. My husband's going, no more pugs, no more pugs, not another one, no more pugs. Um, so at the weekends when they came to the caravan, we would bring Teddy into the caravan and perhaps another one or two puppies. And my husband's like, oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're cute. <laughs> um, and then Teddy used to sit down my top there, like, like a little warming mechanism that I was. And he'd go to sleep and he'd get some rest back and then he'd eat and then he'd go back and then he started staying overnight in the caravan. Um, and then in the May time... I said, oh, we're taking Teddy home tonight. And he just looked at me and went, oh. 
they, be, they became like bonded immediately. It was just unbelievable how well they got on. Um, we put them in the back garden so that he would think he'd found him. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Just completely worked. He was like, "Why are you here?" Uh, he went, oh, on. And he showed him round, and it was just so sweet. Um, but that's the story of Teddy and Doug's transition into the right family. But I would never be without a hug, even though my husband says the two furry and hairy. Well, I was going to say we're suffering the um, the spring shed at the moment, so it is that uh, it's incessant. <laughs> It's like Kim saying, two peas in a pod. At the moment, they do look at like. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that? Like, when I was speaking to you first, they wouldn't sit still and they were shouting all the time, weren't they? And yeah. they were just like. Uh, oh, because what time is it where you are? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, it is still morning, snappy, <laughs> sneezy time. <laughs> <laughs> they just sleep. They're like two sloths, honestly. Oh, poor things. I mean, it's time to perform. Yeah, so, and and then, um, obviously, we found out that Teddy could sing because my husband, Matt, and Jake watched Liverpool rugby, uh, Liverpool football. When the um, crowd started to sing You'll Never Walk Alone, which is a Liverpool song, yeah, Teddy's Liverpoolian, he was born in Liverpool. Um, which is 20 minutes down the road from us. Um, he just started to howl at this song, didn't he? And he was like, oh, what's going on? And he was like, oh, no, it, it was just a flute. But every time the crowd started to sing, he, he would howl along with them. And it was like, he knows he's scouts. It's crazy. Um, and then we thought, well, does he sing anything else? And you put a song on your phone and he would not have any reaction to it and then opera came on and he was literally howling to the opera <laughs> and, <he'll> not... <laughs> and it's so cute it's so funny what well, are we... songs are we gonna try and see <laughs> I was gonna say Kim's just saying that she's loved the loves the snoring <laughs> Well, you know, you, you have to get used to the snoring if you <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I just loved it that sort of as Pavarotti. 
Johnny sort of started up with his crescendo. Teddy was with him the whole way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So apparently Elby's <laughs> um, pub Jack is barking along with Teddy. <laughs> All the pups oh. in the universe are going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. we knew exactly what was going on. So um, Lynn wants to introduce him to listen to Dimash. Oh, my God, I cannot say that name. Um Singing SOS on World's Greatest. Apparently, it's amazing. <laughs> so you might uh, might have to give him a go. Kim Kim said that that was just brilliant, and I just I just said, okay, it. okay. We, we we think he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's really, just that you can put anything else on, and he's just like not bothered. And then oh. that, I mean, you saw how fast, fast asleep he was, and then he's yes. like, hey, I'm on yes. it. And then, as I said, just as we were getting to the crescendo, he was like, I'm catching up and I'm going there. That was just amazing. And then you sometimes go in, don't you? You do. Hey, you didn't want to steal Teddy's thunder tonight, though. No. No, definitely not want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly makes some good f lockdown fun. Completely agree with Kim there. <laughs> totally entertainment. Well, I mean, having a pug is total entertainment full stop, isn't it? That's Absolutely. There's not many dull moments, is there? <laughs> even, if, even if they're asleep, they're, they're on you at some point. There's got to be a part. Of a pug oh, absolutely. Or if one's like taking up all the space, the other one has to be over the top of the other one to at least get a head or a paw. That's my um that's my other one. <laughs> Lynn was just Lynn's falling in love with the head tilt. Is that you talking about me? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, Teddy's tail's going uh, ten to a dozen, so he's, he's feeling invigorated after that uh, after that singing match. This pug never stops wagging its tail. Honestly, it's the happiest pug. Can, right. So there was another story post post Teddy coming home. Um, he took a bit of chicken, and the chicken must have been that big, and the, this dog was like ha half the size of the chicken. And he just swallowed the chicken piece in one go. And he just went bang and just oh, no. stopped breathing. And we were like, ah. anyway, get the chicken out the dog. Like, and then he's just like, and he just carries on wagging his tail. He's just, he's got nine lines. He's like a cat, honestly. He poked, his, he poked um, a hole through his eye in the garden on a, um, on a, on a branch of a tree. Oh. And we were like, oh, my God, he's going to lose his eye. He's just like, he was fine after like three days of vet treatment. He's, he's absolutely crazy. Thank you. Oh, got to live the life to the fullest. He almost lost it. Yeah, exactly. I think, that, I think that's the motto. And he eats pills. Oh, yeah, he's eating, he's eating one of my husband's um, aspirins. And we had to take him to the vets and they had to give him a, um, a stomach thing that made him sick. Oh. Completely 
wagging his tail all the time he was at the vets. He's absolutely... All the vets were really confused. <laughs> they were like, why is he wagging his tail? He's vomiting. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he's just like the most loving little thing, aren't you? I mean, pubs are loving anyway, but he is just like crazy, aren't you? Back to sleep. He's gone back to sleep. Yes, because you know we after all of that singing, you've got to you've got to rest and relax. And I've done a bit, Mum. Stop yes. yeah. Doug, you know Doug's Doug's turn to shine again. Yeah, come on, Wow, puggies. I'm loving this episode, and I hope you are too. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, then please click on the link in our show notes so you get advance notice of our next guest. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Living the Pug Life, so you can be the crazy pug lady you've always wanted to be with our other like-minded crazy pug ladies. Now it's time to get back to the show. So what's their favourite adventure? They love going to the caravan to the seaside. That's what they like best. Yeah. Um, if you get the cane jokes, they were going to the caravan. They're in it before you've got it in the car. So they, they know. They're not daft, are they, you know? Um, <laughs> they, do, they do like walking on the beach. And um, Ted will swim with Zara, but um, Doug will just paddle. Um, but I said to you, we're going to get some... Um, get some life jackets so we can go for a deeper swim. Absolutely. <laughs> I actually, um, I pulled out Rosie's and Charles. They're just over my shoulder over there, ready, ready for this year in the hope oh, yeah. that um, <laughs> that, uh, that they'll go a little bit deeper than Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it's the head thing. It's because the head's heavy, isn't it, and the brachycephalic. Yeah. So I think if we get them alive, the they'll, they'll love it. Yes. And if they already love the beach, then it's yeah, just... Really. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those heads, they know. They know those key words. Yeah, yeah they love it. They just love it. And I don't love the dog smell when they come back into the caravan <laughs> and you've got to shut them off. It's great. Um, they, they like um, any type of walk, but not too far, and certainly not in the rain. <laughs> yes. They, I was going to say, do they have raincoats? Even though my two, even with raincoats on, they still look at me as though I've got rocks in my head that I'm suggesting that they go out in it. Um, they, they won't wear clothing. <laughs> they love the harnesses, as I yes. said to you. They've got um, some trendy harnesses. Um, but we did try and put them in a jumper and they were like, get, get it <laughs> off. <laughs> so I, I um, bought Shaman's Pug a jumper because my boys wouldn't wear one. So <laughs> it was like, I like this jumper. <laughs> so, At least uh, it went to a good home. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, the plan is to buy them both a bow tie off yourself. Oh, yes. Cartoon ones. They're cartoony ones, but yes. (laughs) I've lost you, Donna. Oh, have you? I can still hear you. Right, okay. Bye-bye. Right, back.
gold. I have to admit, a couple of people have said early on that um, that the the line was a bit dodgy. So, but we seem to be seem to be okay now. So, um, there's nothing. Weren't we were talking about this before we went live? I said there's always the chance that something will go wrong. <laughs> And worst case scenario, I can I can sing myself since Rosie and Charles have ditched me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to get bow ties and then I'm going to do a photo shoot with the bow ties. That looks very so dapper. Well, well, I was going to say that maybe a formal bow tie for when Teddy sings. So yes, I know. Like you do need like the proper black. Black devote high for such yeah. a, such events, I should yeah. say. <laughs> Pavarotti is going to be knocking on the door, so by all means. Now, with like, Britain's got no, no, you're quite all right. I was going to say, now it was, uh, I was just checking my notes from when we caught up a couple of weeks ago, and there was one thing yeah. that did catch my eye. You described the way that Teddy and Doug smell in the mornings. So uniquely, I thought you've got to share it with everyone else because I am intrigued to see um, if anybody else has this same thought. Right. So the pugs sleep, one with my daughter, one with my son, or both with my daughter. And when you open the room in the morning, it smells like Doritos, like plain Doritos. <laughs> if you have Doritos in, a, in, in Australia, yes. like when you've opened a bag of... Yeah. Stale, stale, musty, crispy smell. It's just <laughs> very strange. <laughs> Please, Doritos, don't sue me for saying that. But um, yeah, it's a very strange smell. It's like pug sweat and it smells of Dorito chips. It's just weird. Yes, you do. Well, people say things about baby, newborn babies yeah. having that particular smell. I think you've, um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> So I, I can't see if you can see the comments, but I'm just about to, I'm popping up Elvie's because apparently yeah. Jack's feet smell like corn chips. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. Just sold, absolutely yeah. sold. It's a pug thing. <laughs> I have to admit, I've never, um, I've, I've never been able to name the smell. So no. <laughs> you definitely. Like of, you know, it's in a bag of Doritos and go, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Honestly, was just the plain chips. It's very it's strange. Like, I did forget to ask if it was the plain chips or if it was the, the cheese Doritos. No, it's definitely the plain ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lynn says, apparently she's in agreement with you. Gerald smells like Doritos too. There you go. Yeah. Maybe we need to actually tell Doritos that they could very well be marketing Doritos to the wrong people. Yeah. They need to be doing it. Oh, apparently it depends on what day. Um, yeah. He smells like Doritos. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I want to know what days he doesn't. What he does no. smell like when he's not on Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, we've got two problems that there's Dorito smell and fish breath. Oh. Yeah, definitely fish breath. <laughs> it's like thin salmon, um, and it's it, it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> Um, but <laughs> it, apparently it's the food we put they're on royal canning food yeah uh, and they're they're on dry food as, as well as obviously the treats that they get from the humans um and apparently it's the high meat content in the mm. royal canning. Um. what can you do 
we put up with it, don't we? Right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, because you bought it for. Yes. Yes, very much so. Well, apparently, um, Lynn has said that uh, some days it smells like the plain Doritos, and other yeah. days Ger- um, Gerard Gerald smells like the cheese ones. So. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that's Gerald's a fabulous name for a pug. He is, so he's a, he's a pugilier, but he looks he's oh. more cavalier than pug. Yeah. Yeah. Look, but in behaviour, so pug. So pug, so we um oh dearie me. Um so poor old Oscar, and I will caveat that Oscar is the senior pug out of our play group. So apparently his breast smells like a million-year-old nappy washed up on the beach. <laughs> oh bless him. <laughs> but he's he's um he's beautiful because he's just he's so old, and I have to admit, Charles is sort of getting as old. Um, yeah. that, uh, that Lynn carries him everywhere. So uh-huh. I think he's well and truly got, got it down pat. At least um, Gerald's the sort of pug that does love to run everywhere, absolutely yeah. everywhere. So um, but uh-huh. I have, Gerald does look good in a necktie. Yeah. I will say that. So, yes, that's one thing I can say. Oscar looks good in a leather jacket, so I will say. Oh, really? But for a pug who gets carried everywhere these days, I don't think he can technically pull off saying that he's a bit of a um, uh, what's a rule breaker, noting that he's wearing <laughs> he's a very lucky pug. Oh, that's amazing! So, so and I was just amazed. Um, so Doug, um, he's had surgery on his hip. Oh so yeah. yeah. Just Ted's the mountain goat, but Doug's the klutz. Doug's <laughs> oh, well. We'd, we'd have Doug about six months and we used to take him every month to the vets for a weight check to make sure he wasn't getting fat yeah. and a health check and he didn't he didn't pick up on that he had entropion, you know, where the eyelids fold in and it scratches the eyes. Mm. So by eight months old he was having entropion surgery. So obviously that costs an arm and a leg, doesn't it? But mm. he, had to, he had to take some of the folds of skin away and whatnot and he, he, he's better. But it has it has left a bit of scarring on his eye, unfortunately. And then it was two years ago, he started to limp and we were like, what's up with him? And because he's my husband's baby, because he's my husband's baby, my daughter left the room, sorry. Um, my husband was like, take him to the vets, take him to the vets. And this dog has cost us millions. Um, and the vet was like, oh... Oh, uh, there's something wrong with his knee and his hip. So he ended up having um, pins and plates in his knee and his hip to the tune of 1,500 quid, which is a lot. You know? yes. um, but uh, the, the recovery, nobody can prepare you for recovery from a hip knee operation. With the They're not allowed to put the foot on the floor. No. So you have to fashion a sling from a, you know, a, a jute bag. Yeah. Yeah, you have to cut it and shape it to post size. The pug size, and yes. Carry the dog to the garden, let it do what it needs to do, and then come out. Uh, like, and he's like getting up to move, and you're like, no, you've got to stay still. No. And, and, and then he, he, the, the U move tablets that they give you are about that big. Well, <laughs> so, trying so, to get so, that down. You know, this old tale that give a dog a pill in cheese. This one will eat all the cheese and spit the pill out. 
<laughs> yeah. so any tips for pill giving I would gladly gladly take the tips because he doesn't like his pills no you know? I've I've always had um actually no I lie so Winston out of my four pugs Winston was never um difficult to give pills to no matter how big or small they were just because he was such a gannet that by the time he realized uh-huh. it was a pill it was too late like it was too- <laughs> Love it, love it. So as long as it resembled something close to like a treat, yeah. <laughs> I was so he's, he's that crafty that he just goes, mm-hmm. yeah. And, just, and, and then all of a sudden the pill comes out and you think, ah. So you, like we tried cheese and obviously that he was he got wise to the cheese. So then was wrapping it in ham, and, and that worked for a couple of times, and then he thought, oh, I'm wise to that now. And then, you know, well, what did you wrap it in? Yeah. It's, no, it's I've heard peanut butter works well. Really? Yeah, so the... Oh. Um, but I've generally speaking, most of the pills that I've had to give the pugs over the years, I've been able to cut up and put into their food. Yeah. So I've gotten around it that way. But um, Rosie, when we got her last year and sort of... She's um she's eight now, but she was seven then, so quite a um an older pug. And uh, her previous family didn't give us a lot of her health history. Um, mm-hmm. And so at one point in time, we'd figured out that um her she used to vomit all the time, and it like was really distressing for her and distressing for us. Um, and so we realised that she got acid reflux, and at times yeah. she gets hiccups. So yeah. if we catch the hiccups quick enough, then we're okay. Mm-hmm. But so we had to give them the human Nexium tablets yeah. for acid reflux. Yeah. Those bad boys are huge. Yes, and you can't cut them up. They have to. You have to swallow them whole. And so I'm like, wow, I am going to be the most hated human in this house for the yeah. next two weeks while we get this sorted because you've got to shove them down. And, yeah, she, um, I'd find bits of spit up. <laughs> all over and, I'll be, and she got really inventive as to where she'd spit it up and I thought you little cow I'd find them days later I'll be like, oh, yeah. under the fridge where she spits it with a pole yes. yeah. <laughs> right. I literally found them under their bed like yeah, the um, yeah. I, they probably dead and took it under yeah. there yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what are you doing Oh, he, he also, I, I don't know whether anybody else has this. You know, you know, dogs obviously sniff when they're walking, and they, that's what they do, isn't it? They sniff. Yeah. And if if he's gone near somebody else's pig, his face shakes. Oh wow! Honestly, it's it's as if he's like high on dog pee. It's gross, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Quite hilarious to watch. Even his head like twitches. It's like, what's wrong with you? But we wouldn't. No. How could you say no to that face? You can't. No. Oh, Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, tonight, this morning. I'm sorry about the first time. No. No, yeah. it's quite all right. Absolutely all right. And the upside is, is we still got to talk to you, yes. um, most importantly, and we got to hear Teddy sing because, let's face it, Teddy's adoring fans. We're waiting. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pug Life Show. 
If you liked the episode or if you think it'll be useful for someone else, please leave a review over at podchaser.com. And if you've got any questions or want to tell us how much you loved the episode, then let me know over at our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, where crazy pug ladies meet to talk all things pug. So until next time, puggies, have a pawsome week and humans be generous with the snackies.